Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. Where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life. There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that. Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision making actually comes from our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness. Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Greetings! Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. My name is Kai Ennis and I am your host for this journey. So why do any of us feel like victims? Maybe some of the time or maybe quite often? Have you ever found yourself experiencing the following? So why is this happening to me? Why me? What did I do to deserve this? Well, today we're going to look deeper into the emotion behind this feeling of being a victim. The emotion we're talking about is guilt. This is the second emotion on the scale of consciousness by Dr. David Hawkins. Last week, we looked at shame, which is the lowest vibrational emotion. It calibrated at a 20 out of 1,000. Guilt is the next emotion up, calibrating at 30 out of 1,000. So you can see that this is still a very low vibration. I would like to address a point of reference for you. Hawkins found that the tipping point of emotional mastery begins at 200 out of 1,000. The majority of humans average right below that. So as a whole, we're very close to breaking through. This is why I chose to do this work with my podcast. I want to help as many people as possible master their emotions to cross over the 200 vibrational level. Life takes on a very different quality at that point, and it is absolutely beautiful and amazing. All right, so back to the emotion of guilt. What is happening at this level? Well, we tend to believe that life is a pretty evil thing. Key characteristics of guilt revolve around punishment. We punish ourselves quite a bit, and we often lash out to punish others. This projection helps us to temporarily relieve our guilt. But fairly quickly, if we don't try to resolve it, we are right back into the punishment quandary. Another trait is that in guilt, we manipulate others. This is where the victimhood comes into play. We take life events, which may very well be truly awful, and perceptually tell the story of the event as something that happened to us. We try to manipulate others to pity and feel sorry for us as well, as we get a sense of significance out of the event. Again, this is a temporary soothing of our wound. Many people struggle with this cycle their entire lives. It can lead unconsciously to being accident prone and sometimes even show thoughts of suicide. It is an unforgiving emotional attitude that can easily be exploited by those who use coercion and control for that purpose. Let me give you an example. So you tell yourself the story that something happened in your past and you're consistently making yourself feel guilty about it. One day, as you flip through the TV channels, you hear someone talk and they catch your attention. They're talking about guilt and in a very compelling way convince you 
that if you send them money, your guilt will be assuaged. In your mind, it makes logical sense to give them money or property because they promised you relief from your guilt, right? You appreciate the release. The problem with this is that one, they exploited you, and two, while you might feel some relief, you never address the core issues. So guess what? Your guilt is going to creep right back in. Now, do you give more money? Well, in your mind, more money equals more release. So this can go on and on. But you're still not healed. There are many manifestations of this emotional vibration. However, without cleaning up the entanglement, all new events in your life will be perceptually tainted with guilt. For example, someone cuts you off in traffic. If you were emotionally clean, you would barely even notice the event. However, if you're emotionally guilt-ridden, you feel wronged and therefore you want to punish them so you chase them and as we all know, road rage never ends well. So how can we heal our past? Well, unresolved feelings about events affect our perceptions. They tend to disable us in certain areas of our lives. Now is it worth paying the continuing cost? That's what you have to ask yourself. So our job is to develop techniques that let us handle these energies. So in his second book by Dr. David Hawkins called letting go, he shows how to let go of these disabling emotional vibrations. The simplest way to let go of anything is to create a new adventure of your guilt event. Here's an example from my own life. When I was a kid in the 1960s, life was pretty simple in my dad's world. He was a cop and the world had two sides, right and wrong. So if you were wrong, according to the law, his job was to arrest you. At home, He simply transferred this to his own moral code, and if you crossed the line, it was his job to meet out punishment. So one day I was given a dime for candy. You know, those were the days. I was about to pay for the candy when the person in the front of me left a dime in the change tray. The store clerk asked me, hey, is that yours? Being the genius I thought I was, I did the mental math and thought I had hit the candy lotto. Of course I said it was mine. So then I went outside to a gum machine and bought a second piece and brought both of them home. So I proudly displayed my newfound economic treasure to my parents. I was truly shocked when they did not react with high praise and instead stared at me as if I was the worst person ever. I couldn't believe it. Alongside many hours of moral lectures, I got the proverbial whooping. It was a good one. My dad left my backside and leg black and blue. When it was all said and done, he asked me if I understood the lesson. Uh, well, yeah, I shouldn't have shown them the candy, right? (laughs) Just kidding. I was terrified, and to this day, when I find money, well, let's say like change on the floor, I feel like it is best given to someone else. Now, how does this tie into guilt? When I was 25, I told that story to a group, and their response was very different than how I logged it into my memory. They brought out the A word, abuse. He abused you, they said. Hmm. Okay. So I remember this moment really well. I agreed. Yeah, yeah. That guy, that, uh, we'll call him something. He abused me. All of a sudden, I got pity and acceptance by the group. I was lifted into a high state of significance. I have to tell you, it really felt good. So for days... People from the group wanted to talk to me about it and help me. Crazy, right? So how had I logged it as a child? Well, 
I'd screwed up. I lied. In a small way, I stole. That was plain out wrong, and my parents set me straight. I also logged that my dad was a bully, which led to other emotional challenges. Did I figure out how to let it go and clean up the vibrational heavy weight holding me back? Yes, it took quite a bit of work, but I did learn to let go. No excuses, no more hanging on to baggage of a difficult father. I learned to forgive myself, that I was not evil, and that the event was unfortunate, but I also learned that day not to steal. Now, I don't mean to oversimplify any of this. The bottom line is this. If you want to master your emotions, you have to be willing to look at all the stories of your life. See how much flawed baggage that you've actually stacked on the ill-perceived versions of your life events. There's no reason for living a guilt-ridden life whereby you constantly punish yourself and others for something you can quite simply recontextualize. What does that mean? Recontextualize? Well, it means that you simply write a new adventure, a new version of the story. Now, is that rewriting of your history? Well, if you lie about it, I would say yes. If you write it from your heart and a place of love, then this can help you to integrate the emotion into a healthy you. You'll know when you're clean because you will not be subject to guilt reactions in your day-to-day experiences. You might learn to make apologies, repairs, or even offer other amends. Nothing is pulling on you to punish yourself or others. The new story for me is that my dad did the best he could. I don't agree with much of what he did, but he did give me life. I motivated myself from some of his choices to build a better version of my own life. I choose to live a good life and build on positive emotions, writing and living positive and creative adventures of my life experiences. Life events happen for me rather than to me. I believe in possibilities of moving forward. Sure, life stuff happens. However, I choose clean perceptions as triggers for the emotions that set the context for the events. So now, my stacking is positive, creative, and empowering. Pretty sweet, I have to say. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see you next time around. Take care. Hey, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic. Please join the conversation on www.kyennis.com and at Instagram at Way of the Emotional Warrior. So have a great day and be well.